Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Lucky to be here today, George, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I keep falling asleep on public transport. Oh, how do you do that? I've never understood how anyone can do that. Talk me through it. Do you just completely forget where you are? Yeah, well, I'm generally clinging onto a handbag, so I like (laughs) like a a cray-cray person. I'm hanging on hold of my um, handbag, then I put my head up against the side of the glass or, you know, like maybe there's a bit that's jutting out and then I'm and then I'm just gone and and then I, I've missed my stop a couple of days ago I completely missed it woke up stopped later which was the end of the line thank god otherwise I would have ended up in like Portsmouth had I been on a different train <laughs> and then I've had to go back and get my car but, but but I just feel like you either you either want to sleep so some of these keynotes are like oh I don't need to sleep I just have five hours sleep a night I mean I need more sleep I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to so lie. So you, you're going to get hours, in at any opportunity. Yeah, anytime I'm just sitting down. How many hours sleep do you get a night? Seven, eight. Seven to eight. Because aren't you always in bed at like 9.30? Yeah, so I probably go to, I'm asleep usually by 10, 10.30. And then... Do you watch TV in bed? No, not really. No, no, we don't really. No. Occasionally. Did James go to bed with you? Yeah, and I get cross if he doesn't. Um <laughs> Sometimes it's like 10.45. I'm like, James, it's 10.45 and this is getting ridiculous now. <laughs> and then <laughs> he's literally like, oh my God, God. are you joking? <laughs> um, but, and, then I, yeah, and then I get up like any time, I don't know, seven-ish, I guess I get up. Yeah. Is Gigi, yeah. Waking, is Gigi waking you up at 5.30, 5.45 still? No. No, oh, we good. don't have that. But I don't want to talk about it because you know what that's like. You say what's going on and then it comes to bite you in the arse. <laughs> so I won't be talking about that. But no, I've not been woken up by any children anymore, which is okay. a nice a relief, feeling. Isn't it? Yeah, a it is a nice feeling. So what's going on your end? Have you got Kit into a preschool yet? Oh my God. Well, you know, I'm feeling quite smug today because <laughs> after six long weeks of having all of the forms that I needed to fill in just sitting in my inbox, um, the forms have finally been filled out. Oh, um, wow. Not by me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I delegated them to Dozza. Um, I just, I, it was just never going to happen. I got to a point where I was like, am I ever going to do this? Because every day that went by, I was like, I must do those forms. Must. So I just said to Dozza yesterday, I was just like, please, can you do them for me? And he's yeah. done them. 
So oh, they're done. Great. So yes, so he has it. got preschool. He starts on the 6th of September. Oh, that's so, and does Luna start yeah. school the same day? I think a week later, I think, which is nice because we'll be able to do some stuff together in that last week. That's I think so she starts nice. on the 12th. Oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah, what's going oh. on with you? Kids all good? Yeah, kids all good. Um, Axe will obviously be going into year one, but Gigi's going to start a new preschool as well. Um, because How many days basically, a week? So she'll go four days a week. Um, and then from, I don't know, probably I'll see how she goes and then maybe I'll put her in five. Because I did that with Axel and I think it was a great way to pre- like prepare them for school. Not that she's going to school anytime soon, but you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Basically, there's not. I didn't not like the nursery that she was at, but I just didn't want to have to drive in the opposite direction to dropping yeah. Axel to school anymore because sometimes that's just a pain, isn't it? Um, so it, yeah, it will just be easy. So that's what yeah. she's going to do. And also with the preschool hours, that means that they can both be on the same schedule. Like I exactly. found that I didn't want Kit to be in a day nursery because then pick up was sort of six o'clock, and then I was having to do a three o'clock pick up, and then a different drop off. And so they're both on you know school hours. And yeah, it just makes and they're it both so much be easier. term time as well. So then when it comes to school holidays yeah. if they go and stay at my parents or whatever she's not missing nursery she'd just be going I mean that's that's what we're doing so yeah we, there we go. it's boring school chat this end but, um, but these things these things do loom large when you haven't got them sorted exactly anyway. and August <laughs> is probably you know every parent well most parents in the country will all be feeling this at the moment yeah because it's summer holidays nearly over George yeah exactly woohoo Woo-hoo! yes <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been lovely, but woohoo! Um, anyway, let's get into the chat today. Um, we recorded this conversation a couple of weeks back, and it is a really beautiful, poignant conversation with somebody who we all know who's been in the media for a very long time and who's had, I'd say, quite a tricky time in the spotlight. Um, yeah. She was on The X Factor, and she's been very public with things that took place during that period um what we really love about this 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 amazing lady is that she went off rebranded herself retrained you know she's starting uh, a new project in september away from singing but it has taken her quite a long time to kind of find herself again and yeah um she's definitely going through it she's definitely a fighter so definitely let's get yeah. into this who are we chatting to today today we are chatting to katie Wasel. Pinch me moment, because this is a a lady that we've wanted to get on the podcast for a long time. She burst onto our screens in 2010, appearing on The X Factor. Uh, She is mum to Hudson, who's just turned three. Um, When I asked her what she was doing with herself now, she said, I'm an everything person. So here we go. Starting law school in September. A women's fitness specialist, which all came about postpartum. Today, we are chatting, and I hope I get her surname right, to the wonderful Katie Wasel. Is that right? That's it, right? <laughs> Katie, you know you can't help but say it like that. Katie Wasel. Katie Wasel. <laughs> I know. That, to be fair, that is how I introduce everyone. I'm like Georgia Dayton. We go, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Katie, for those of um, those listeners who don't know what you're up to right now, tell us a little bit about what your life has been like since the X Factor? Wow. Well, uh, as you so graciously introduced me with this everything a title, um, in terms of my day-to-day, I am still focusing uh, very much so on women's fitness, um, rehabilitation, postpartum, and um, helping guiding postpartum, uh, um, I guess, pre-baby women, uh, 
through their journey of rediscovering uh, themselves. And then alongside that, uh, um, starting law school next month, which is really cool and exciting. Uh, I do feel like Elle Woods or Erin Brockovich, either or. Yeah, um, both both yeah. amazing kick-ass women, yeah. They are brilliant, right? Um, yeah, so that's that's what uh, what keeps me busy on top of the fact of, um, you know, being being Hudson's mummy. Yes. So yes. That, that takes uh, most of my time. <laughs> yeah, right. You've got a three-year-old. We understand what that feels like. Um, yeah. Katie, just t- take us back to the time that you left X Factor um, and started on your new path, I guess, with in terms of, you know, not, not necessarily doing the singing so much anymore. I, I don't know if you're actually still doing it and kind of the moment that you found out you were pregnant with your partner and your ex-partner, sorry, and just kind of talk us through all of that. Because there's a bit of a hole for us. Like, we don't know what happened to you then. Right. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess post that show, I just went through, um, you know, and I, I still believe that I am still going through a healing process. Um, yeah, and that rediscovery of myself emotionally, mentally, physically, um, and navigating my way. Um, I went to the United States. Uh, it's where my heart's always been. I was in the United States prior to, to being on the show. Um, and so I, I was really intent on going back there. Um, almost it's like when you're a kid yourself and you're like, oh, you know, if you've had a rubbish day at school, all you want to do is go in, kick your shoes off, open a packet of crisps and go and hide in your bedroom and just be like, mm. oh, I don't know what just happened. But it was a sense of home. Um, so I spent a lot of time in America and I, um, I, you know, it breaks my heart, but I didn't really do so much in the, with music afterwards per se, but I, I enjoyed kind of tiptoeing or dipping my toe into the, Mm. um, PR world, the media world. And uh, which again, I found quite difficult. So instead I, Instead of looking outwards, I looked inwards and I took a big deep breath and thought I have to just take this one step at a time. Yeah. Um, and through that, I, I discovered um, my my love and passion for health, fitness and wellness. And I was then in New York at the time. Um, it's where I met my son's father. Um and it's it's funny because when you say when you said partner and, and then corrected yourself as this ex partner and yeah. No, don't no no no, I'm touching on this because it's brilliant he'll always be my partner. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter whether like we're, we're in a relationship or not, we'll always be in a relationship. So um, I think that's a lovely mindset to have, you know, yeah. we, we both created like the most awesome human being. So um, we're in a great place as well, which I'm confident to, to say too. So yeah, I, I fell in love with that rediscovery and, and couldn't wait to be able to um, be of service to those that were at the beginning of their journey with that um, in all in any capacity. So I did my, I did my studies. (laughs) (laughs) I studied at the National Academy of Sports Medicine. um, And then uh, how we found out I was pregnant was actually, um, I call it by happenstance. It it wasn't an accident. You know, these things happen because they're supposed to happen. You know, Um, I didn't think that I could have kids actually. So, um, but we were in a solid relationship and I found out that I was pregnant and we were so over the moon and I was like, ah, this is great. Um, And then fast forward to how I then landed back in London. um, It just unfolded itself as that, you know, 
as two grown-ups, I guess it just wasn't meant to be at that time. And I, right. I look at it quite philosophically as the bigger the problem, the greater the blessing, because we're now here and it's given my son the opportunity to, um, you know, I hope like flourish at ease without any conflict around him or anything else like that. And, you know, lockdown was running around in fields in the countryside and not stuck in, um, in, well, I say stuck in Brooklyn, like Brooklyn's amazing. Um, so yeah, I moved back to the UK when Hudson was four months old. On your own? I don't know how I did it. On my own, yep. I flew over with a dog, a four-month-old, four suitcases, and just like, and two full boobs. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, how am I going <laughs> to wow. get through this? And then I landed here. So it's a lot, right? Um, I recertified when I was here in, in the UK. I guess it's like when you buy a car seat, um, you can't buy a car seat from abroad and ship it over. So I had to do my um, my recertifications and the fitness uh, in the fitness sector, and I did that. So I had Hudson on one boob, and uh, my dog at my feet, and my laptop open, and I'm like, I'm gonna do this. And then I built my my personal training studio and my online platform yeah. all by myself. Pat on the back, pat on the back. No, the well back. done. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, there's actually so many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From everything you've just said, but just just before we get into how you know where you are now and and your relationship and and your baby or toddler. What was the reason why you thought you couldn't have children? Because you just mentioned that briefly. Mm. That's a really good question. Um, and again, in full transparency, you know, I'm sure there are a couple of times where like it should have happened, you know, it's just uh, okie dokie. But I, I was married before and um, before I'd met Hudson's dad um, and again, like we weren't planning for a child or anything, but we were together for some time and it just never happened. And then again, the bigger the problem, the greater the blessing because it's led me to this very moment right now with Hudson. And I, I think that also my intuition just was telling me something, you know, I don't know if it was because um, it was telling me it wasn't the right time or if it was saying Hudson's on his way, you just got to hold out for a few more years. I don't know, but um yeah, I just didn't think that I I could. So it wasn't it wasn't a um a potentially maybe like a, a medical investigation, something that you'd been through that you were like told you know you, you're either infertile or X Y and Z was going on. It was just more about you feeling that it should have happened on a couple of occasions and it didn't, and you had a you had a feeling around it. Right. I, I, yeah, I was never yeah. like technically medically diagnosed um, with um, uh, infertility, um, anything like to do with infertility. However. Um, I'd always, I guess, from a hormonal standpoint, just been a little bit more testosterone heavy, um, you know, to suffer with like cysts on ovaries, like rubbishy periods, right. like, you know, real bad PMS. Like, I, again, I don't mind talking about any of this. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was just with all of that combined um, with such a passion for learning about the body and because health and fitness, you know, it isn't just about like it isn't just about it's not really about Instagram pictures it's about your optimal health and wellness levels and uh, it's very sciencey so I just I kind of put the two together I think if I hadn't have fallen pregnant with Hudson um, then I probably would have looked into it right uh, for yeah. sure yeah. And, and kind of gone down that road but then 
magically the you know the little seed just appeared and I was like oh my god this is amazing yeah I mean that is an incredible moment isn't it and I guess um when you you said you were in a really happy healthy relationship at the time and I you know that you guys were overjoyed um what was your pregnancy like um lots of women say they have the most amazing time other women sit on the other side of the coin and like I don't want to be pregnant I'm not enjoying it (laughs) I mean I want to be pregnant I'm just not having a good time whilst I am pregnant yeah right 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 it's funny that that takes me um there's two two points uh, on this one is I found it really bizarre to I don't know if you felt this but like all you would see these cartoons of what you think's happening in you and I was like but wait what does the baby actually look like? You know, is it, is it really there? Like it's, and then my belly would get bigger and bigger. And I, I don't know, it's just bizarre that they can grow in you like that. That was yeah. amazing. But um, so kind of that connection, I'd always talk to my belly and I, and I call it my down South. I'm being like, all right, you know, how are you doing down there today? Um, and then also I remember my sitting in- south. Yeah, my down south. <laughs> my down south. Oh my gosh. Well, it's real down south now. Um, <laughs> gosh. Uh, and then the second one is when I did my prenatal yoga uh, class and everyone would go around this room and they'd be like, hi, my name's so-and-so and I'm so-and-so weeks pregnant and this is wonderful. Just get a small headache. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm Katie Waisel. I am 30 weeks pregnant. I feel like I'm sitting on a melon. This is <laughs> BS. Um, I don't know about you, but I always feel like I'm going to quit my pants. And then the hands would go up, be like, can I say my piece again? And I'm like, yes, there you go. Go on, just say it how it is. Um, so, yeah. And then also I did have, um, uh, by the end, towards the end, just some ups and downs with, with his dad. So it was that um, – instability and I was nervous about what I was doing because when I had Hudson uh I was single oh so you so you separated before you gave birth yes so um you know I've I've said this publicly before but yeah uh Hudson's dad decided to um leave when I was eight months pregnant um, but that's okay because now I know how to build prams in my sleep and put in car seats and stuff. And I built the nursery. Um, and it was perhaps like a good distraction. I know I'm sounding super positive, but there's no, that's, that is what it was. Um, but he was there at the birth, the birth, the birth, <laughs> the birth. Yeah. Good experience. So weird. It's yeah. just, oh my God. Oh my God. I, I actually had a really uh, bad afterbirth. So Hudson, I pushed out in like, a, in, I was in labor for two days, but I pushed them out maybe in like 15 minutes. I watched a few YouTube videos and um, taking notes. And then, yeah, no, <laughs> right. But then afterwards, they forgot to take out the catheter because I'd had an epidural. And let me tell you, that was the worst pain of my life. That was worse than any. Uh, any part of that Ow. whatsoever. Yeah. And then I, um, I'm being really graphic here. I'm, I'm exposing myself. I'm sorry, but yeah, this childbirth can be like that sometimes. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> absolutely. This is the podcast to do it on. Cause we're yeah, talking exactly. around. Yeah. Right. This is yeah, the you're in a safe space. Right. And then, um, yeah. And then I had an episiotomy. I know. Yeah. 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 Oh, real big one. I'm just like, wow. And I, uh, and after that, well, 
I sat on a donut for for like two weeks afterwards. Oh yeah, we love the donut. We always recommend that to our other like yeah. parenting mates. We're like, you gotta get yourself a donut if anything. You just gotta sit on the donut. You, you got have to, just yeah, because yeah, that first sitting on the loo. You, you, you can't really explain pain like it. I mean, you've been through labour, but it sort of goes up through you up here, I felt. I was like, it was sore everywhere from sort of here to here. <sighs> it's so oh, scary. Wow. Yeah. It's so, and then God for, don't, uh, the biggest piece of advice I can give to anybody is don't look down. Yeah, don't look down. Just don't look. Don't, don't, look, don't look south. <laughs> don't look south. We'll be right back after this short break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What were those early weeks like for you? I mean, you, you said you separated from your partner, but was he there like in those early weeks for you so you could recover or were you very much on your own? He stayed for a week and then my mum came out for a week and then I was in an apartment with a dog and a baby. So um, I was a huge fan of the baby carrier. Um, I wish that they had baby, I'm sure they do have baby carriers for like three-year-olds, but still, you know. They do. I think they do. <laughs> really? Some, yeah. I swear to God, it's so funny. Like my right arm is... Um, when I say smaller, there is less body fat on my right arm than there is on my left. My right arm's smaller than my left arm from carrying him with my right arm. Wow. Um, but yeah, so yeah, life was, um, it was tough. They don't come with a manual, as you know. Um, Hudson was breastfeeding. He had a bit of reflux. And so when he threw up the breast milk, like I didn't have any spare. Well, yeah. it was It was just like, oh my goodness. But um, another piece of advice is it's okay for like mums or dads, you know, whomever to to have a timeout too. Um, this is what I've been implementing with Hudson recently is if he's getting a bit emotional or worked up about something um, and I'll do my absolute utmost to sit and listen and to guide and advise. Um, but, you know, sometimes when it's just a bit too much and you just need to just be like, okay, mummy's going on a timeout for two seconds and I'll either step into, the, obviously I can see him, but I'll step either into the garden or into the kitchen and I'll just take a deep breath and then go back in. And by that time I've come back in, he's calmed down because mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes as one can like exasperate the situation more 
even though it's not our intention to, by being like, what's wrong? What can I do? What can I help with? What do you need? And sometimes they just need to let it out because they're little human beings too. So yeah, yeah. I'd say mum and dad's need a time out. And the same went for when he was a newborn. Like I was so afraid to not be by his side mm-hmm. in case because I just didn't know. And I, I just felt and still feel like in a constant state of jet lag, <laughs> just jet lag. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. It's a lot. And you don't have anybody, you know, George and I have got Judgy James and Dozer to kind of say, right, take the kids. We need we need a timeout. And being a single parent must be incredibly hard in that space because there isn't anybody to say, hang on a minute, can you just take this while I go and have yeah, a bath? I'm not feeling right. it today. Yeah, you can you can parent. What do you think is the hardest part for you? I guess it'd be great to hear the kind of the, the, the sort of the real lows and then the big highs of doing it by yourself. Um, the hardest part. It depends on what what stage, I guess. Uh, but I think that the most, the hardest part of that is exactly what you were touching upon: is that you don't have somebody just to tag team with and say, "Okay, give me, give me a couple minutes." Um, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean it's impossible because there's ways around it. But when you're a first time mum and a single mum, or you know, first time dads, if, if people are choosing to adopt or or use surrogates and whatnot, it's like. You think you know, but really no one can comp- like prepare. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the hardest part is is doing it on my own. And it is lonely because even when the baby would sleep, it's just like your downtime is that you're not it, like, how do I say it? It's not like, oh, yeah, you can't wait to throw on like a nice outfit and, and go out somewhere, you know, especially in the, the newborn stage. Um, so it's lonely. Um, I mean, I guess financially, you know, you're, you're on your own in the UK is, is Hudson's dad in the UK or is he still in the US? Hudson's dad's in the US. He's in New York. Yeah. So do you feel like the burden financially? Cause you know, kids are not like, (laughs) kids aren't cheap. Um, Kids are not cheap. Um, no, uh, we work very well together in ensuring like Hudson, um, is, doesn't want or need for anything you know I I I especially am the type of person you know that I would do paper rounds I don't care like if you want to give me a fiver for washing your car I'll do it and again I think that that's something that um even if one is never really normally like that when you're a parent and you have that a responsibility like you have the ability to move a vehicle with your own strength Mm. so um I would never yeah I would never leave Hudson in a position where he would need anything he gets it first and then I'll get the hand-me-downs you know and and without obviously going into any of the details you've obviously been really public about your sort of time post the x factor and what that did in fact you put a post up at the end of May kind of it was the most poignant beautiful thing I've seen wearing the same outfit kind of over a decade, decade decade later singing and I want to talk to you about the drive that you might have now as a mother raising a boy to be able to get it right for that next generation because of your own personal experience and what you went through during that period in your life? Do you think you have an added driver? Right. You know, it gives me goosebumps. Um, that I know the exact thing that you're yeah. talking about because I was wearing the dress that I wore when I signed yeah. help. Um, I was at my parents' house, they were cleaning out their garage and there was like a couple of old battered suitcases of mine in there from obviously like 
however long ago, and I opened it up and out spilled like those eyelashes that uh, I wore at judges yeah. and the parasol. I, I think I've, act- I've actually got it all like within arm's distance. Yeah. Um, I say this with a smile because I, I I like to try my best to 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 move forward. However, um, you know, a big learning curve for me is to tell myself like, it's, it's okay to feel what you feel about some things. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to your, back to your point, it was a reminder of what I would not want Hudson to yeah. go through, um, or anybody at, at, does that matter to go through? Um, and so, yes, it, I am who I am today because of my experiences that have happened, uh, you know, all throughout my lifetime that goes before that show during and after. Um, and one of my main goals in life, I guess, is to, to take that experience and make something great of it for a greater purpose and a selfless purpose. So when it comes to Hudson, he is, um, the absolute like rocket blaster that kick up the backside on days where I feel like I don't want to deal with this today that I look Mm -hmm. at him and I'm like I do not want him to grow up thinking that that's okay no you're passionate about something you fight for something like my mum's gonna make a big change in this world and I'm really proud of her and I think it is so imperative um, and like I was saying before, especially in this day and age now where the people are transparent, like no, there's no place to hide anymore. Look at social right. media. Um, people's voices are heard and rightly so. Yeah. Um, I think that it's important for the current laws and legislations to be modernized to coincide with that, um, which is what I'm working towards and why I've decided to um, start law school in September Mm -hmm. because I'm really passionate and dedicated to ensuring that those changes happen by the time the next generation comes into play and deciding whatever it is that they want to do and be. Um, And it doesn't just go for the music industry. It goes for all industries, but uh, heavily focused on the creative industries because that's the one that is often either overlooked or, or people have a preconceived idea of. Yeah. Um, I'm also working um, as part of a bigger committee um, put in place by the government, um, working with uh, heads of departments of everything from music, film, fashion, um, both talent and then behind the scenes um, as this bigger initiative to really kickstart a, a widespread campaign on safeguarding, yes. how to report, where to report, um, uh, so I'm really, really excited that A, Hudson gets to watch that process and be part of it because nothing would make me happier than to make him proud. Um, but then to actually have protected, like, or at least on my part to protect, you know, who I can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And I feel like you really are at a place, forgive me, hopefully I, I can get this right, where you are completely and utterly okay with that where you are now being Katie Hudson's mum and you have you know hopefully left the demons 
because that that post it was only a few months ago and you used the word ghost and it made it like sent a shiver through me because I thought the way that I've seen you and the way that George has seen you on social media like the most amazing mum the most incredible businesswoman starting your business you really kind of stood on your own two feet when actually it could have dragged you down and eaten so you up forever say, yeah um so Thank I hope you, you feel that and believe that Thank you yeah and it's um and I I'm really grateful for for that and it's nice to be seen and it's nice to be seen as me and not what perhaps you know a, a different story may may lead you to think uh I could be but um it's lovely to hear that that it's it's being seen and noted and it, yeah. and I appreciate it and yeah and it, like like you said Hudson is is that rocket boost man like he's the absolute best. He's challenging because he's like me sometimes. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I do say he'll walk into a room like his dad, you know, like, all shy and like, oh, I'm just going to suss it out. And he'll leave a room like his mum, just high-fiving everyone, being like, yeah, we're going to get together next week. This is awesome. Um, but, yeah, it's he really is just fantastic and what about sort of plans I know you've I'm saying plans for the future you've got loads going on in the future you've got (laughs) just about everything happening learning campaigning all sorts being a mum do do you want to date do you know would you would you want to meet somebody have more children or is that just not in your plans at all I would love to date I would. I want to smooch, you know. Yeah, I want to make out with someone. Yeah, 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 I want somebody to like, you know, see my 10-inch nipples and not judge them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, sure. I think this is a blessing and a curse of, of me and who I am is that I think because I'm at a point of such contentment that um, in terms of I am sure of who I am, you know, and proud of who I am as a, and a mother as well, that I, anyone that would come in would just be an additional blessing. Um, but I'm not looking for someone to complete me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But I still want to go. Yeah. I just want to go smooch though, for sure. Right. Any single anyone dad listening. Any single dad listening Katie. to the podcast. Smooching Katie. Let's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kissing Katie. Um, Katie, what does your tattoo say? This one says, have faith, let it be. Oh, they all, I mean, I could be here all day and tell you all the stories behind all of them. However, I'm going to shock you. If I could walk through one machine right now to zap them all off, I would. <gasps> really? Wow. I know. I know. Not because I don't like them. I think because I've just like gone through this metamorphosis, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just like that shedding of the old yeah. and into this new. I, I would, but um, no, they've got some great stories to them. It's funny, people have asked me recently when I get Hudson's name tattooed on me. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't need to because he's forever stuck with me for the rest of his life. <laughs> exactly. For the rest of mine. <laughs> he's tattooed on your heart anyway. He's not going anywhere, so that's good. Yeah. Um, Katie, um, just before we go, is there anything else you wanted to um, kind of discuss or promote, anything that's coming up that we should look out for? Oh, man, just... Being a mum to a boy is awesome. Um, so if anyone else is out there that's son likes to just whip his pants down and pee in the garden, um, 
Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. He did it at Chessington World Adventures the other day, um, but he didn't wait till we got to the loo. He let us turn our backs. He whipped his pants and shorts down and just peed in a massive puddle. And because oh, we were at Chessington, like the, like the crowd, like we all just loved it. It was like the right crowd. And everyone was like, yeah! I was like, yeah. oh, God, I'm slightly embarrassed, but okay, yes! Um, I so, yeah, I get it. I get it. Wow. I just yeah. am like, good for you. He's like, wait, this is brilliant. Yeah. Um, a bushwhacker and then- way, we call it. <laughs> I love it. I just, oh God, that little bum, I just want to eat his bum. Um, music wise, um, just, you know, if anyone's curious, uh, I write little songs for Hudson and, and the people that he has a crush on and stuff. So music, music will f- forever like be in my bones, you know, you could take the girl out of music, but you can't take music out of the girl. Hmm. So it's That's a nice it. sentiment. Lovely note to end on. Thank yeah, you, Katie. Thank so you so much, much for coming Katie. on the podcast. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's been absolutely delightful chatting to you and let's definitely stay in touch. Sending all the love. I'd love that. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Thanks, hey. Katie. <laughs> love her. Oh, you know what? So many people who have, you know, who've been through that or in that situation would have crumbled yeah and she is so positive she almost turns every negative into a positive mm. and she did say that didn't she she said oh, you know I, I might sound like I'm being really positive but I guess that's just the way that she has to be she yeah. has to put a positive spin on everything yeah. because yeah and I guess that is probably what has stopped her from crumbling and has you know made her come out stronger from a really bad situation not just one bad situation many bad situations um and and an amazing mum like dealing with all of that on her own as well just being super strong for Hudson and figuring it all out for him I guess and giving him a brighter future by trying to change the laws and re-educate people and you know protect that next generation so they don't have to go through the same things that she went through yeah Yeah. really 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 wonderful I yeah I love her and I'm really glad that we've had her on because she's somebody that we have been wanting to have that conversation with and I think for me I I really resonated with lots of the things that she was saying because you know I was at an establishment in my 20s where I was you know on telly all the time you know hosting shows for them and then suddenly it went away and yeah. for one reason or the other, it didn't work out the way that everybody thought it was going to work out for me at that period 10 years ago. And it really broke me. It was mm. really, really, really difficult for me because, you know, I had this tag of being where I was and then suddenly I wasn't TV presenting any longer. And it was like, well, hang on, that's all I've known. That's what. Same with her. You know, she was on the X Factor doing big things and then suddenly that was that was all gone and then who are you after that it takes a really really strong person to come out and be like okay that's that was then this is now and figuring out what who you are what you love and like what you really want to do with your love but leave that label behind yeah Um, rebuild yourself um, you have to rebuild yourself you absolutely do so yeah hats off to her I'm really glad we had that conversation yeah me too yeah I mean it's a conversation that we definitely needed to have and I just think we're so lucky to have these chats and to be in a place where we're providing a platform for people who are looking to change things um yeah, I mean, great. I'm just, yeah, I'm so grateful that we have this platform for that. And me, and me. <laughs> um, right, that's it for this week's podcast. As always, we would love you to rate, review, subscribe and follow the podcast if you can. Plus, leave us a little review would be marvellous. Yeah, please do. And any feedback on any of our guests or anyone else you'd like to see, then please do drop us a DM. We're on at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Harvman. And we will be back on Friday. 
Made by Mummers is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful Imogen Hart. Insanity Group. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.